are listening to a podcast of Ice and Fire, episode 202, for the week of June 12th, 2016. Welcome back, everyone, to the longest-running podcast dedicated to George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire and occasionally HBO's Game of Thrones. As usual, this is Amin, and I'm joined by two recurring guests today. Hi, this is Bill. I'm Mr. Corb on the forums. Hey, and this is Aziz from History of Westeros podcast. Good to have you guys back on here. I think, Bill, you've been here a couple episodes yeah. this season. I'm yeah. turning into and, a co-host. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Aziz, we had you on quite a bit, actually, last season, I think. I think I did. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it was about half. Yeah, last season, but yeah. I was only quite a lot. You're right. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. But definitely the first time back. this year. Right on. Yeah. Good to be back. If we don't we don't take as long as we usually do, but maybe this one might take a while. I don't know. We'll see what you guys have to say. So we will be reviewing uh, episode eight from season six of Game of Thrones. No one. But before we do that, just a couple of quick announcements I want to go through. One is tickets for Ice and Fire Con 2017 are actually going on sale very soon on the 20th of June. And I believe Aziz, you and Ashaya will be coming next year, right? That's right. Yeah, we'll be coming. That's going to be fun. We're trying. We're, we've recruited a few other people to come too. So, we'll come in force. This is the year to to attend if you haven't already, because we're going to have lots of people from the fandom like that coming. We're going to expand the board game. I guess you guys are big players of the board game, so you can help. Yeah, I think you know we'll uh, we'll probably bring the nine player board. We're going to, we're oh, going to drive. Nice. Yeah. So we could that a... stick it in the back seat, <laughs> bring it on up. Heck yeah! You guys know what your cosplays <laughs> are going to be yet, or is still still in the planning stage? Uh, yeah, we don't know yet. <laughs> we haven't thought about that much. Yeah. Probably something Dornish. <laughs> we all fit that. So. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to get that info out. It's going to be the last weekend of April, April twenty eighth to thirty, two thousand seventeen, at the same place last year, the Mountain Lake Lodge. It's been great. I mean, I've been going there since two thousand thirteen. Every year, we've got more and more podcast listeners coming out to it, and. It's a lot of fun, and, and it's worth doing, and this is the year, I think, especially. And the other thing I've already mentioned, but we are the, uh, going back to Comic-Con again, um, San Diego. Kyle, me, and Ashley will be there, and we'll be doing our panel again. And so I, I just wanted to call out to the listeners, if if you're going to Comic-Con, or if you're just in the city, let us know. And uh, we're planning to do a meetup again with, with our listeners, probably the Saturday this time, because not everyone will be there on the Wednesday. And everyone usually is there on a Saturday. So I wanted to mention that. And actually mention the opportunity, potentially, because like we each can bring a guest there, which we have. We can also get like a paid staff member in. So if, if there's a listener out there who's gonna be who's in San Diego and they were willing to come to the panel for one hour and help hang out bookmarks, <laughs> <laughs> they can basically get access to, to getting a badge for Comic Con. Like you'd have to pay for it, but I mean you can actually buy it because the lottery's gone now, right? It was gone in a, a second when it opened up. So there's an opportunity for one of our listeners to actually get a badge to Comic-Con if they're willing to give that one hour for us. So if, if you're interested in that, just post or email us. Okay, well, that's the, the two announcements there. And uh, let's get into the episode here. What would you guys give it an 11th cake score out of 5? Do do you do... I forget if you guys do halves or not. Yeah, you can cut <laughs> yeah. it down to point. Two fives, even if you want. <laughs> okay, I'll go three point seven five. I I did it on the ten point scale as a seven point five, so <laughs> we'll Just keep it consistent. Chop it in half. <laughs> yeah. So on the lower end for me, you know, it was good, but there were uh, you know some kind of obvious things that were unsatisfactory that cast a shadow over it, but mostly it was good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'd give it about a three and two thirds. Yeah, it's probably what I would give it as well. Probably I'll give it a 
3.25 even because I felt it had some strong moments that helped pull it up, but it also had some weak moments as well. But, uh, that being said, it it transitioned us toward episode 910, which will probably be mm-hmm. action-packed. And so it did the job there. Uh, yeah, I'll ask you, Aziz, in general, how did you feel? I mean, this this is Arya's storyline, and a lot of it involved this play. How did you guys feel about like this play and Arya's storyline this season? Well, in in general, Arya's storyline, you know, had its ups and downs. This ending wasn't wasn't good. I didn't like it. Um, I thought that it's not. You know, I don't. I wouldn't go as far as a lot of people are saying. Like some people say, the whole thing was pointless. I wouldn't go that far. There was a lot of you know. Arya is a much different character. She than definitely she felt was the point. So it wasn't pointless. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And the, although she did recover very quickly, so the point wasn't that. that yeah, that was, impactful. Uh, well, it's such a big deal. Apparently, uh, getting stabbed in the stomach if you're a Stark isn't such a big deal these days. Yeah. <laughs> to be to be fair, we don't know how much time really passed. You know, that could have been yeah. two weeks that she recovered. Well, I sort of thought that, and then we had a, uh, a, a we had a surgeon comment on uh, our video review of this, yeah. and he was like, "No, <laughs> there is no way. Like magic would have to be the explanation because mm-hmm. you do not you can't survive from that without surgery. Unless, you, your intestines just don't heal themselves right. like that. Unless Lady Crane is just an awesome doctor, right? Yeah, <laughs> but she didn't. <laughs> we didn't see any sort of." Anyway, we don't need to linger on that. But yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, that whole thing was just a cheap gimmick to be like, "Oh, is she dead?" Yeah. Like yeah. the next episode to to well to show viewers only because you, I had to correct so many people. They're like, "Oh, she's dying." I'm like, "No, no, she's got plot armor underneath her belly. Like it's gonna <laughs> protect her." <laughs> it had us all thinking of weird conspiracy theories. Like I'm usually not the the tinfoil type, not too much anyway, and you, you know, gotta have you know, a little bit. Uh, Preston Jacobs type? Or? <laughs> uh, uh, no. <laughs> so, um, but even I was like trying to come up with some explanation. It was like, oh, that wasn't Aria, you know, I, I don't know. We had all, all these ideas, but no, it was just a simple and weird explanation of she survived that. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, 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 we'll have to accept it, I guess. <laughs> Is is the show is not that not that deep, and it's not that's not necessarily a criticism of it. Like sometimes it is, but it just it just it won't have that kind of complex theory. It's just the simple answer. This is the season where I felt the filler the most, and I felt like the play was the most filler. Yes, there are elements of the play that show Lady Crane has like improved it, or she's learned something, or it's like you know a criticism. That being said, I still don't think the play is that deep. I think it just takes a lot of time. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's just it, it's just a filler material. So. Yeah, I guess uh, let's forget what I said earlier. I'm gonna do, we'll just do it area by area. That's that's usually easier. Cause that's, that's how we were doing, anyways. So, is there anything else about Arya? I mean, it makes the faceless men just look like amateurs, where they just like run around like Terminator through the crowd. Like that's not the way the elite assassins would act. I mean, again, it doesn't matter in the show because they haven't said anything about the faceless men. But from the book's perspective, you're like, no, they. This is more like sorrowful men type <laughs> mentality, right. second rate assassins. Yeah, it was just so cliched. Stepping out of the doorway and turning slowly and looking and, yeah. and well, well it was basically a homage. Yeah. Really, I'll, I'll give him that. Let's say it was actually a homage to like Terminator or something like that. Like it was intended. To yeah, be that, but. they were calling her Terminator on set. Yeah, so they certainly got their own joke there. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's saying it, and yep, I guess yeah. they intended it. Well, her way of beating her, at least, was she used her new abilities. Like, she took advantage of having being blind and trained that way. 
Right. So she she did that, but like if she didn't close the door, well then <laughs> that's not going to work. Although she had a superior weapon too. You gotta keep mm-hmm. that in mind. Yeah. Which she wouldn't had if if the assassin did her job properly. She was a terrible faceless man. I mean, she yeah. just doesn't deserve to be called Terminator either. <laughs> yeah, that's why Jackman was like, "Thanks, you, you got rid of her for me." Like, yeah, <laughs> we're unionized. We can't fire them, so we needed you. To- <laughs> That was one of my crazy ideas. It was like, well, Jake and the reason Jackin is going to let himself die is because he recruited both these two and they both failed. <laughs> like, that's a shame. That's shame on him. Like, what a bad, bad, bad faceless man, bad faceless man recruiter. Like, yeah. this does not reflect well on the organization. Well, he's, he's never been good in the HR stuff. Like, <laughs> he's, he's an assassin. He's not HR. They have, they have somebody else that probably gets paid to 10 times the amount he does for, for HR. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they and they but, have uh, they have crummy security for their uh, for the house of uh, black and white because you yeah. know Arya walks in there bleeding supposedly carrying mm-hmm. this face and she's able to get all the way into the chamber. But would anyone actually want to go in there <laughs> or be dare to go? Right? It's almost like you you have such a reputation that nobody would bother mm-hmm. to go there, or and or they they let her come in. They didn't care, but uh, right. And you can see it from the inside of the episode. It seems they set it up like Jack doesn't really care that this happened. He kind of like respects her that she's going away. And so if you read it that way, he's just like, whatever. Like this was kind of like the final test if she's going to commit. She doesn't. The god has got now uh, a death. And so now you can go. You fill your tally. Yeah. So, I mean, she's leaving now. She knows she's a Stark. So it's going to be interesting. She's heading back to Westeros, I I assume, right? Right. Yeah, that's that's the, you know, one of the good things about it all is that (laughs) she's done. She's going back to Westeros. She she got the ability to cut somebody's face off. Now, can she change her face now or I'm unclear on that. (laughs) Because that's the one ability I always thought that she would get that ability to change her face because that's a very useful ability before she quits. Yeah. Well, apparently we will see her one more, at least one more time this season. So we uh, will find out where she's going. I guess she has taken. She has stolen a face before, hasn't she? Yes. When she she stole it from the wall and then used it. So is she going to like true. go to Westeros and start like taking people's faces and put them in her pocket and then be able to switch? <laughs> like, <laughs> like well, we, we, you would hope she could do it like the magical way and not have to like actually because I think Jacqueline can do it without. He doesn't carry faces around, right? He can just change his face. Yeah. yeah, he did in season three or two. Yeah, or he wasn't like his hands weren't like bloody from like slapping a face on his face <laughs> <laughs> when that happened, right? So that's the advantage. I thought she would gain that ability, but we'll yeah. see. Okay, so that's Arya. Let's let's see what else we want to talk about here. So, well, what do you guys want to talk about? What's the next area you want to talk um, about? Next one we had was um, uh, Sandor coming up. Sandor, the, okay. Uh, yeah, guys sitting around in the forest kills them and then he's going after so Lem is evil he's the evil guy in this in the show he's gone over the edge i mean he's also gone over the edge in, in the books but not to the point that he'd be killing villagers right yeah instead basically they took the in the sh- in the books there's the two different categories of, there's the brotherhood then there's the broken men yeah. and the broken men are the real shitty ones but yeah yeah the brotherhood is still at least pretty good although they're getting worse too yeah. but yeah like you said not this bad <laughs> No, they just took the like the Lem character and just put him in into the broken bit. They had him here, so then yeah. the Brotherhood least is redeemed. They're actually you know hanging them. And yeah. They actually, I mean, it shows Sandor has changed because he, he says he's like in the past I would have killed you all just to get at them, but like, <laughs> he's not willing to do that anymore. So he's changed a little bit, and he's kind of kind of getting some grudging respect between him and the Brotherhood. I think. 
Yeah. And now, you know, of course, it's, it should be fun to, to have those guys all together, at least if they stay together for a while. They banter pretty well together as a group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are they and, potentially going north then as well? That's what they're saying, like, about the yeah, others? I think so. So yeah. I, I don't think they're going to, like, show up and be part of the battle, but I'm guessing they'll be part of, you know, the the great conflict with the walkers at the during next season yeah. mm-hmm. sets up all sorts of cool possibilities like Sansa and Sandor being reunited and, and Sandor like I've seen the uh, suggestion Sandor getting heartsbane. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> he just takes it from Sam. He's like, Oh, nice sword. I'll take it. Well, you know, <laughs> Sam's not going to, Sam's not going to wield it himself. He's going to have yeah, to. That's true. Yeah. He's going <laughs> to, he barely could get it off the mantle without dropping it. He was like, Oh, this is heavy. Sandor could, you know, that's perfect for him. Yeah, it is. You're right. That would be perfect for him. There's only like five of them in the world, remember? So yeah, according right. to this show, yeah. <laughs> and to, Brienne hasn't has one of them, so she can he can be like, all right, now let's this time we fight. I have we both have Valyrian steel. <laughs> oh, the, the only reason she won is because they David and Dan wanted her to win because she's like she's like a god basically on the show. Yeah, yeah. well, he they gave him the infection, you know, bite or bit him. So they they had an explanation. You can hound fans can say he was yeah. weak, <laughs> which is fine with me. Uh, but I, I like that. That's another thing is those two can will will probably like encounter each other again, and that'll be all kinds of like. But he doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it'll be interesting. It'll be funny. But he has no particular reason to try to kill her again. Like he's he I agree. changed a little bit. He won't they'll be, have he that won't like that gruff like, uh, exchange, and especially because they're both going up for Sansa now potentially. So yeah, so if they yeah. stick to the storyline of them going north, there's a lot of pos- possibility there. I think it. Yeah. I don't think that's what's happening in the books. I think he does go back to King's Landing in the books. I think it, that's closer to what's going to happen. I think Clegane Bowl is still on. And in fact, I don't even. I don't even hundred percent accept it yet. I mean, we'll get to that. The other side of why Clegane Bowl is gone because of what happened in the episode, but it's not, yeah. I think it might still be a trial of combat. Maybe Clegane's not there. Do we, I guess we can move into uh, Cersei's stuff in King's Landing. Good segue. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you, you, were, you were, I think you were about to say something about the the trial by combat stuff. Um, yeah. Well, I definitely agree. It seems like there'll be uh, some significant differences between book and show, though. The whole scenario with the show is based around the High Sparrow ruling through Tommen, which is not at all what's happening in. The books it's more yeah. like the high sparrow is getting power but it's more of his faction is strong it's not direct control over the monarch himself yeah. uh, so there's no canceling trial by combats i don't think that's going to happen no it's not gonna uh, so hmm. i mean this high, and this high sparrow is violent the book one is bloody as hell he's tortures people <laughs> and this one is a, is at least somewhat of a, at least has maintained the facade of a pacifist or he genuinely is sort of one or is one entirely we haven't really seen him be o- overly well, violent Loras has been tortured we just haven't seen it on uh, on screen that's but true but it, right. it, it is not be being tortured to the level that, that in the books potentially that's a good point and, and they do that good septon bad septon thing where you yeah. know except Unella is the one that's doing the torturing or whatever and and he's like well you know oh she's very zealous so I, yeah so it's it's so it's hard to figure the books are going to be they seem to have some other things that are really similar like the it's been set up the the wildfire yeah caches still existing in the books have been set up but they haven't been set up for Cersei as much although it's still there because she can just have wildfire anytime she wants it basically it doesn't have to be some hidden stash like they're making it out mm. to be in the show so 
it's it remains possible Cersei or Daenerys is, are the two candidates to one. You know, Stan, Daenerys would be by accident with her dragons doing yeah. you know some sort of business. Mm-hmm. So these theories are pretty familiar. So it's it's uh, King's Landing burning is quite a possibility. I think in the show as well. King's Landing I, like I agree. It's and it seems like either Jamie is going to stop her or no or it's she's not going to be stopped. And uh, it's hard to figure though because on one hand, if Cersei sets off wildfire and it gets yeah. out of control then why did Bran see a vision of Daenerys's dragon over King's Landing unburnt you know yeah but Danny does see King you know the, the throne room gutted and you know towers yeah. busted up so there's gonna be some you know it, it's mm-hmm. eh, I don't know well <laughs> yeah I don't think Cersei sets I mean Cersei's not gonna set it on fire unless like Tommen also dies then she's like screw this and wants to burn the city down she's not yeah. gonna burn her son down at the same time of course, she could do that by accident. Maybe she takes out the Great Sept because even even in the show, Sept has had yeah. wildfire, and she just tries to take out the mm. High Sparrow and some of them. And Tommen like shows up for the. I don't know why wouldn't he be there for the trial? Yeah, because that's his. You know, from Tommen's perspective, his mother's on trial for killing his father. <laughs> you know, that's pretty messed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not exactly something he's, he would stay home for automatically. Yeah. I mean, maybe he would, but how is Cersei going to know? Yeah. It's it, uh, mm-hmm. In the books, that they're having the trial by combat. In fact, everyone is kind of supporting we're going to do this for trial by yeah. combat. So mm-hmm. if, if if you link it together that, that Clegane Bowl is not going to happen, then, then yeah, then why not get rid of it in the show? Like that yeah. option. But, but I'm still not 100% convinced that it's going to stick that ruling well the know. other yeah the other thing is in the book uh sandor fighting the you know Sir robert strong would have to come later it's it's not going to happen by the time of this this trial that's too soon right. but obviously he also has to win he, mountain has to kick some ass before he you know yeah. he has to be <laughs> he has to be intimidating before he yeah. uh Besides just being like, ooh, well, that looks it, scary. What you do is you just <laughs> challenge you challenge this ruling by trial by combat. You say, I challenge your chain to trial by combat. <laughs> I appeal it by a trial by combat. <laughs> Take it to the Supreme Court of Westeros that way. Because you can't, you can't just change. this. That's the whole point. You appeal to the gods independent of anyone else. to And then to just to change that like as the crown, they can't do that. Like, <laughs> that would be my legal argument. <laughs> So, I, then, uh, so then Tommen has to choose a champion and then Cersei. <laughs> <laughs> we have a, you know, we do reviews on Monday with my, where yeah. my co-host doesn't, hasn't read the books. And he actually suggested this possibility that maybe the High Sparrow or they would cancel trial, trials by combat. And uh, mm. yeah, he really nailed it. I was like, yeah, I guess at, <laughs> at the time I was like, you know, it sort of fits. And it's one of those things that book readers, it's hard to, far to consider because we kind of default to what happens in the books. And it's, yeah. it's hard to. Right. This whole thing about the high sparrows being different in some in some important ways, like the level of violence they're willing to do, is this guy is sort of building himself as a pacifist, and so that it does kind of work. It makes sense in that light. What was kind of disturbing the books was that the faith was torturing um, the blue bard and people. Kettle black, not, yeah. <laughs> not to, not to the extent that they'd already been tortured by Kyburn. So the original brainwashing couldn't be countered by like the torture. They were sick because they were yeah. tortured so badly by Kyburn. That they, even though they're getting tortured again, they, they're like they stuck to the original story that got programmed into them. Like, <laughs> really quite incredible and gross. Yeah. yeah, that's another, by the way, another funny perspective of my show only friend 
doesn't have nearly the same view on Kyber. And he's like, I don't see why some people think Kyber is really bad. You know, he's, <laughs> oh, yeah. he's done some, he's like obviously made the mountain. That's pretty bad. Yeah. But it really has he done. I don't know. I did, I oh, they didn't, they didn't it. see it the results like, to get the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or, they didn't see it. Was, it was there, but it was not obvious. There's no torturing. There's no, there's no cutting people apart. There's no like giving him live humans to study in the show. Like it's, it's maybe slightly implied, but not even that. And with the kids, he's just like, he's a creepy old man, but all he's doing is, you know, he, he's not actually like, it's not like he's hurting them, you know. It's yeah. still really creepy, but just it's not really as bad. Just paying, yeah. paying them like I mean to spy. So yeah, yeah. He hasn't, he hasn't in the show. He hasn't done anything that would really single him out. The company he keeps, it's he's definitely like you know a dirty looking, dirty guy, but it's but, nowhere near his. Yeah, his, his yeah, but but he actually is like looks like the kindly old guy too. Yeah, like his this his. His look is deceptive. You think he's just like a kindly old grandfather, but what back before Dance of Dragons came out, you know, so yeah. Feast, of, Feast of Crows was out. My I had a, a different girlfriend at the time, and she <laughs> she actually had nightmares about Kyburn. Oh, really? That's just to, just to show how different this is. Yeah. Like and this friend is like, I don't see why he's so bad. Like those, <laughs> you draw those different. Uh, it's a big dichotomy <laughs> there. Yeah. <laughs> You being a pro Kyborn guy, that, that that couldn't work that relationship. So no. <laughs> <laughs> he's advancing humanity. <laughs> I think he's a totally evil character. I mean, he himself yeah. is amoral. He probably doesn't doesn't care about evil or good. He just wants to get knowledge. But yeah, he's, he's a horrible so character. But he's also an incredibly interesting character to to learn about in both show and book. I thought yeah. it was it was really neat to see the uh, the idea of of him as a creation as like a microcosm of the uh children creating the others thinking about him getting out of control at some point and just oh. going going berserk that is if he isn't incinerated by wildfire somehow yeah right but i imagine he's safer than most of that if cersei's going to be the one setting it off he's he seems to just be right at her side at just about all times <laughs> yeah. unless he's unless he's killing drunks okay so then yeah we saw lancel again this episode too and then they got just scared off by the the mountain just is just like unstoppable, basically. Yeah. yeah. You know, what are those guys even doing there? I mean, why would <laughs> why does why would why would the sparrow want Cersei to be brought before him? That was the whole reason they were there. Yeah. But for what reason? I think the sparrow probably. I mean, if you go that he's always like ahead of the game. He expected Cersei to resist, and then the recent example of being him like. The mountain being such a such a killing force. I think it's because they he wanted to take her into custody before announcing the trial by combat would be banned, so she yeah. wouldn't do exactly the sort of thing that we know she's about to do. Yeah. Wildfire. <laughs> so yeah. he again, like you said, he's ahead of the game. He knew she was going to pick the mountain, so he was ready to check that move, just like he was ready to check them interfering with Marjorie's walk, which was obviously a setup. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, yeah. like that was one of the times where the show was a little bit tricky. Um, one of the times when the conspiracies were were pretty much right. Uh, well, some of the obviously one of the conspiracies, some conspiracies about that idea were wrong. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in general, the High Sparrow has been—they just keep underestimating him, and he's you know <laughs> he's smarter than. It's about time they realize yeah. that he's smarter. Well, Mar- Marguerite, <laughs> I mean, she's she's undercover still, so we'll see how yeah. that works. Mm-hmm. She's figured it out, but she, yeah, yeah, you're right. She's got limited. She's less. You know, she has less options. They're watching. Well, uh, now that Jamie's going to be heading back, he's gonna, he's he could. The way things work, he'd probably show up by in time for the trial. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, it's, it's turbo. With, with that army potentially. I don't know. Like, uh, he's going to bring he's going to bring along the army with him. So I think there was like eight thousand guys. Yeah, I think that's pretty yeah. important. You know, uh, it might be a little bit like what happens in the books, where instead of the Tyrell army, it's the Lannister army, you know, Mace is like holding his army there until the result of the trial and might have Jamie taking that role. 
Mm. Um, somewhat similar, especially because we don't know what's going to happen in the book as far as that goes. Well, Jamie doesn't really care about Loris. And no. yeah, that's true. They don't, like, that was the thing. I mean, they, they made good use of him, yes. But if, if he's like, if, if Kevin and Tom and think Jamie's going to be put out of power, well, he has an army now. He, he can come back. <laughs> so we'll see. See what happens there, but like going on to Jamia here, I guess he's yeah he's they're sieging Riveron. Brienne shows up, and they have a little reunion. And I thought this was an interesting scene. This was one of the my favorite ones in the episode. I think that their exchange. There's a lot of good acting in both this Jamie and Brienne, and then Edmure and Jamie. That was really really well done. Yeah, mm. Pod and uh, Bron too. That was good. Uh, yeah, like yeah. Set up there. It actually yeah it had like interesting undertones. Like it maybe foreshadowed in Pod. The way some sort of fight that Pod's going to get into, and yeah, or maybe that he's going to die because he says, I'm not dead yet, or whatever. <laughs> and the way, even though it was like cr- way, the way Bron's talking about Jamie and Brandon was like crude and all, he was it was still he makes a good point, like you know, they <laughs> really like each other. He noticed yeah. it, you know, he's like, these two are into each other. Like, in case it wasn't clear to you, audience, yeah. uh, these that two was, like each that other. was still crude in, in like in a, in a funny way. That's the episode yeah. has crude in a dumb way and crude in a funny way, so. It was less crude yeah. than the hound, the finger yeah. up the ass uh. thing. So it was a step up from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So so they, they send her in to try to negotiate. And uh, he doesn't want to. I mean, he doesn't trust the Lannisters. He also just doesn't want to leave his home. Yeah. Um, okay. At this point, he doesn't want to give up. I mean, he has the ca- the castle. Uh, Jamie has the Edmures talk, which is, which is like the books. The same thing. He like threatens to catapult his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's oh, real similar. It's really, yeah, it's really yeah. nice. I like that. The Blackfish stuff is pretty different because the circumstances for Blackfish are a lot different. Yeah, we had talked Ed about stuff. earlier about like the chances of Lady Stoneheart, which has basically gone to almost nothing because of the they, yeah, they Eric literally answer. pissed on the idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, cock out. And yeah. Just, yeah, here's what I think of that. Eric <laughs> is still around. There's there's no point really now bringing her. It doesn't really fit. Yeah, I think George confirmed it too that she's gone. Yeah. Like he recently confirmed, so he did. Yeah, and 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 Ed Muir said that he had been in prison liter- for years, which is can't, it can't have been years, but he said that in his scene, which means her body is <laughs> just <Yeah. laughs> two years is a bit much. Oh, we, we, th- we thought that they could have done it. It was so bad they could have a different actress if they brought her back. <laughs> well, well, you know they have all those CGI skeletons we're seeing north of the wall, yeah. so why not? <laughs> just throw but a if, tally if they wanted post. to bring her up, the make mention her. Name a lot would have been a good. I mean, they, they, they had the setup to bring her back, but they're yeah. not, not going there. It seems so. Sends Edmir in, and then it just this just was kind of like the symptom of the blackfish being, as we would call them, the douchefish in the show. Like he's just <laughs> he's mm-hmm. he's just a douche always to Edmir from the. I mean, in in the books, he at least lets them in. We don't see what their conversation is, but at least he accepts them. I don't I don't think the blackfish was like forced by Swordpoint to to listen to him. I mean, they they made a deal, and Edmir actually helps him escape. Yeah, so that's the whole. Yeah. That's the and that's the huge difference, right? That Edmure yeah. Blackfish in the book knows that they're trying to keep the F war effort going. There's Brotherhood is hanging phrase, but here they're like everyone's giving up. <laughs> yeah, he, he's got he's going to go north, or he can, and he sets an example like future generations of Tullys and Riverlanders will they'll hear that he. Oh, they won't because they didn't see him die. Well, <laughs> he wasn't on screen. So. Well, no, all those all the other Tully soldiers that were there will know like. They'll know he died, and they'll know how, and they'll tell. I don't know <laughs> if they saw it. I don't know. Like, why, why was he killed off screen? Like, it's not like oh, they want to like. I, I actually had said that they might kill him off. There's no need for him to escape again. They could just wrap it up. I, I didn't think they were gonna do it off screen. And I don't think it's a fake out that he got away or something. 
Oh, no, I don't either. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. So it just it, didn't really make sense to continue with him. <laughs> yeah. Like, he should have he should have gone north. If you, it the, cool. on, the only yeah. reason, like, you can make up for it is, like, oh, he's just trying to, like, keep them busy while they go away on the boat. Like, yeah. he didn't even say that. I mean, that's an interpretation you can do. But in reality, he should have gone north. Like, it doesn't any, do any good to just run here and get yourself killed. Go up north and help. You still have family. So, well, and, you know, there's really nothing stopping Edmure from taking his forces... What remains of the North? Well, that hasn't really been explained. I, I mean, I, I don't think Jamie's going to allow that. I think Edmure's coming with Jamie to, mm-hmm. to or going to be sent to Castle Rock, like the books. I see. Yeah, that's kind of unclear. You're right because they, you know, I it, it's it's complicated because the Boltons betrayed the Lannisters, so they have to. They wouldn't normally. They would be like, no, you can't send those men up there because they're going to you know, endorsed by the crown, but the Boltons betrayed the Lannisters. They're not endorsed by the crown, yeah. so I don't and, know. And the Boltons betrayed the phrase. Yeah. They, they, mm-hmm. they, I mean, I don't know if news of this, that has come out, but they yeah, killed... This... <laughs> yeah. So they, they killed Walder Frey's daughter. Yeah. Right. So uh, you think if, if she stops sending letters, they stop, like... They probably have heard about that. I don't think Ramsay... We don't know if Ramsay's the type to try to keep that under wraps. Yeah. But, like... It's, con- it's, con- it's uh, confirmed that there's one more, at least one more Riverland, or Walder Frey scene this season, so maybe that... Maybe he, well, maybe he finds he, out about that, yeah. Yeah, right? That seems like that would come up, or... <laughs> at some point, like... Yeah. Well, there's also just... There's no Frey forces up there, too, which was... That's why it was easy to do, right? Yeah. In, in the books, the Freys are, like, blowing up the, the Boltons, like... Yeah, it's like, a big army, like, 2K. Yeah. It's a big army up there. They could have actually got to a negotiated end here where they said, well, yeah, like the Boltons killed her. We're going to let the Tully forces just go up and fight them. Like, they'll leave, we'll get back River Run. And if they want to go fight the Boltons, well, all the better. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the Veil vale forces had to get past the twins somehow, didn't they? Uh, like, well, they could have landed would, elsewhere. Like They wouldn't have to get past the twins. They, they could wouldn't just have walk. to? Mm-hmm, they okay. could go. Yeah, they don't have to cross there. They don't have well, a map open. Thing- Bill, you thought that they actually like uh, from when I, when I heard that like, they're camped at Moat Kalen, I thought they were still south of Moat Kalen. But mm-hmm. it's, you thought that they, that meant they actually took Moat Kalen because that's a huge advantage that they actually took it. Well, is there anybody at Moat Kalen in the first place for them to challenge? Well, Roos left men there. Remember, Roos would have Ramsey. Yeah. Ramsey okay. oh, was there. Right. Ramsey right. sent Theon in to take it. So. I would assume Ramsey knows how valuable it is, but he might be, you know, it's, they just didn't explain it. Yeah, like yeah. you say, they did not explain it. I, when yeah. they brought that up, the Vale Army being there, it was like, well, wait, did they take it? Or, mm-hmm. well, if they didn't, then how did Littlefinger just meander up there? Besides right. the teleporter that he seems to have. Oh, he can always get up there. I mean, like, Roos has gone up there. The, the individuals can just get up there easily, both, like, show and book. It's yeah. just to bring up a large force, you can't bring them all in one ship. Like, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work, but uh, if they've taken Old Kill, and that, that's even more of an advantage. That means that they're right there. They can just march up. If they have to like take it before they can get there, that's going to take effort. But they, they could land on both sides, and leave. I mean, I mean, Ramsey was also attacking on both sides, and, and he was having troubles. But they could at least do like they could land on both sides and attack both ways. Yeah, like the guy Ironmore tried to do in the books. Every time it's, it's fallen so many times, you think like, you'd think Roos would have put like a huge force there, be like, no, we're not going to let it <laughs> fall again. <laughs> but especially if he's considering rebelling against the Lannisters, which is what he was thinking, right? Like you, yeah. Okay, so that's about it then, I guess. So Blackfish is dead, Brienne gets away, Jamie lets her go. So which way is Brienne going now? So we, so we thought she might in- interact, she might see the Hound and the Brotherhood. I wonder if she rides into the battle with with the Vale soldiers, if she like, you know, hmm. 
you know, because uh, Littlefinger obviously knows about her and he knows about her and blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't know if he'll I mean, he she won't know. Brienne won't know that Sansa sent a letter, you know, yep. but he could show it to her or whatever. I don't know. They may just <laughs> like miss each other in the in the, in the night <laughs> because <laughs> no one's they won't expect enough people to pay attention to the, the fact that they would be passing each other. <laughs> OK, so what else are we talking about? I guess Marine more of the awkward. Oh, God conversation people could come up with whatever justification they want like people are like oh this just shows how Tyrion is like an awkward speaker or like doesn't fit in no it's just shitty writing yeah, yeah. <laughs> tv writing <laughs> yeah it's it's nice they smiled at the end you know they had some personality in the scene so Tyrion kind of wants to use the same knowledge as the king's landing over again he doesn't really it's not going to work this time Mm-mm. no yeah. <laughs> I, I that was a Total surprise, obviously. The, the We're getting some sort of Battle of Fire-ish thing after all, um, mm. which is pretty cool. Well, and I there thought is that a, might happen because Danny was coming over with the Kalsar. they got to do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, something to fight. I honestly thought they might just, like, yada, yada, our army is so massive, like, what are they going to do about it, you know? But with yeah. the other slaver cities, and that would just get them to stop yeah. supporting, uh, you know, because they're obviously condensing a lot of things. But yeah, it's better that they're doing this. And apparently there is going to be some scenes in the next episode from this. Not, it won't all be uh, the North. Well, they don't know that Danny is back now. And then, so she, and she don't know that she has a massive army. I mean, that army is on horseback, <laughs> not on water. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when they burned the ships earlier in the season or in episode one or two, whenever that was, and it was like, that was weird. Like, who did that? And and yeah. and didn't they, don't they want her to leave? If they want her to leave, don't burn the ships. But now yeah. it's like, oh, well, now they... Now it makes sense. Now they can do this bombardment. You know? Well, I mean, it, t- it ties back. I mean, it, we said back then they don't want her to leave in the show. They want to kill them and get the slaves back. Yeah. Like, in the books, they, they, they just wrote it off. They're like, whatever. Like, we'll let them go. And, and get new They won't be here anymore. Right? They won't yeah. get any worse. But here, they want to, they want to like, <laughs> kill everybody or take them back. So Yeah, they're a little more uh, vindictive and less just bottom line pragmatic businessmen. Like, the books, yeah. the book ones are like... Call it a loss, you know, just yeah, cut yeah, the exactly. losses. <laughs> but as long as we turn that money spigot back on, who cares? Yeah, these exactly. Guys, right. These guys are yeah. more vindictive. Yeah, they want to they wanna get them. Yeah. <laughs> those, are, those, those are our slaves. We want those yeah. particular slaves. But they can't, they, can't, they can't sit in the boats forever. If they want to take the city, they got to land. And so when they land, then the Dothraki can come out of nowhere and, and just crush them. I wonder yeah, if... See. It seems possible uh, that D- Drogon could just take the entire navy by himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but he but could it, get an Aaron Bolt to the to the head or something. And yeah, are it. they prepared for that? I wonder if they're prepared. Oh, well, that's a question. They might. They might be. There's still yeah. two other dragons. They're not. Ig- they're not ignorant of the dragons being there. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 Did the Ironborn get there as well. Like yeah, the, that's the, what the, I was going to say. That's kind of what it seems to be set up as. In fact, remember when Arya is uh, before she gets stabbed, or right before she gets stabbed, yes. um, she's the the the, perp- the the person she pays the money to is like Iron Border and Slaver's Bay, blah blah blah. I wouldn't go there, you know. But that must be. I mean, is that Theon and uh, and Yara coming in, I, or is that? I guess it could be Euron, but I yeah, guess they were in Volantis. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, Theon they were really Volantis. Yeah. So. I don't get it. Was that like after after they got there, or is that the, how did Euron get there first? He, well, he's it wouldn't building be a thousand ships right now. Yeah. Like he, yeah. So it has to be our it has to be Yara and Theon. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that means the Arya thing is like ahead of well ahead like time wise. Yeah. Chronologies uh, they're not matched up. But, right? but was she was her scene ahead of that other scene? I can't I can't remember which one was first. Uh, it was in the same episode. 
the uh, same episode, but was it before or after? I mean, even if it was before, it, it could after. just mean like it was, it was after. after. It was okay. like the last then, then there we happened. go. Their timeline yeah. is ahead. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. they have yeah. what, like 40 ships or something? Like how many? They, they got a decent amount. I think it was 40. Nowhere near a thousand, though. <laughs> yeah, but, th- but that plus, <laughs> plus Drogon can maybe beat. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's they're they're going to take him to... the rear. They're going to come in from the rear and, and like kill some, take some ships, and then that'll be like, hey, look at us. We're fighting on your side. Exactly. Yeah, it won't thing, be so. it won't be like enough to ferry Danny's army, but it'll be enough to oh. beat the slaver ships. I think you're mm-hmm. right. It'll have an impact. Again, like not not enough to win it by itself, but the fact that they come in swinging on the right side, Danny will be happy to afford that. She'll probably take them in. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> she just showed up now. It's just like I'm home. What's up? <laughs> yeah. So that that's good. I mean, it, it, as I said, the next two episodes, it's going to be exciting. It's going to have big battles. Yeah. Going on. And the two longest uh, episodes of the season, 60 minutes and 69 minutes, which is, yes. you know, that's basically like an, almost an episode and a half the way they've been doing them this year. They've been like 52 minutes on average or 53, something like that. So substantial extra time. Okay. Do you have any other comments on the episode? Um, still haven't seen anything from Dorn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, we did miss the, the scene that we missed was Varys heading out. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Into Westeros because one that was speaking I mean, of you, <laughs> speaking yeah. of Dorne. <laughs> but there's, a, there's a lot yeah, exactly like he where is he going Dorne is it definitely an option because yeah. we, we haven't really established how many ships they have they have some probably <laughs> that's exactly what I said they're yeah. allowed to invent whatever sort yeah. ba- basically whatever kind of navy they want for Dorne they have at least one in the they show have at least one ship yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just have to scrub the blood stains out of that yeah one. exactly <laughs> and the brain clean up the brains yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like they, 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 I mean, whatever they have, it'll be helpful, right? Like, yeah. So they so yeah. telegraphed it so blatantly with the line, "No more weak men ruling Dorn." Like, hmm, who are yeah. they talking about? <laughs> What's the opposite of a weak man? Yeah, <laughs> a strong woman, maybe. Hmm, who could that be? I, I really, uh, <laughs> Arya. That's it. Arya's gonna. That's it. That Arya's gonna rule Dorne. That's where it's going. I mean, because I mean, there's no reason for him to go to the Ironborn. Like he has no connection to them. He has no right expectation that they will help. It's worth throwing out there as a long shot possibility. But yeah, I agree. Like, and they're they're independent now too. They're not yeah. like, which might which might be an advantage. You might be like, look, help us. You know, help team up with Danny, and you can come be like get something. But yeah, that, but it's probably a negative in Varys. Uh, you think he would yeah. go to the Reach? I mean, if you're books, he'd go to the Reach. They they have a fleet. Yeah, and the bail maybe, but uh. I uh, yeah, they, and and that does seem like a possibility. Like, I think that there was something up when Elena, like when they booted her out of King's Landing, they made it like you know the High Sparrow made another move there. He basically threatened yeah. threatened her and Marjorie through Marjorie, and Marjorie took the hint. And yeah. so Elena's gone. So that was basically his whole game there. He didn't want to kill her. He's just like, here's how I get rid of her. You know, I threaten yeah. her. And so we all know that happened. Uh, so, but uh, but that's also important because it's it's like a meta spoiler. Like it's plot armor for her. She gets out of there. So that yeah. means she's alive. So that means she has a purpose still. So yeah. yeah, I do think there's some kind of like if Cersei just wrecks shit up completely, then sure, why not uh, have Varys. Could feel that out, that option, that possibility. Mm. You, Elena is, you know, not uh, is is a bottom line type of person. She's pragmatic. She's like, look, if this yeah. is, she needs to get happen- Loris back is is the key, and, and yes, and it's not working right, right now. So <laughs> instead of Marjorie yeah. to Tommen, have Loris to Daenerys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
sorry. Well, let's, uh... let's try it out this way. Let's just try whatever combination that works. To... No, we can have you can have Marjorie to, to Danny. Like you can give. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I had been joking about uh, Yara and Danny, but I mean they've set up for that. It's true. Eventually, right. so she Danny's got all the like powerful women and the people without penises, right? Yeah. She's got... <laughs> Theon and <laughs> yeah. and Varys and yeah. all the unsullied, <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then she's got <laughs> Yara and and maybe Olena and Alaria yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's get Santa in there. Yeah, she's, she might be. It looks like they're setting up for Santa to be show Queen in the North some sort of mm. wardeness of the North. I don't know how that's going to go, but. Uh, because well, John, Rickon's Rick dead. Like that—that's that, it, basically. Like, yeah. Right. And wouldn't it be just kind of like the show could do whatever they want? And they've done things that we've qu- scratched our heads at in the past, so we can't—we can't be that surprised. But yeah. how could knowing, given the what Ramsey has been portrayed as, how can Rickon possibly be alive? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, or if, I, or if he I is, is like he's—he's he's like Reek level. You—you you yeah. actually, you—you yeah. you wish that he had not kept around and tortured, but. With him, I mean, him out of the picture, and he he wasn't going to be in the show anyways because he's so young. Like, what are they going to do with him? There's no there's no time. But he, he's gone. Bran is not going to rule. John is not going to want to rule. So yeah, that's the since that sense, I really rate. Like, yep. By the way, speaking of that, John not ruling. Um, my show only friend had another good observation. Uh, it's interesting that when there's this is almost a backhanded way of backhanded compliment by saying when there's less to consider. Some of these things are easier to see, but we all have all these book things in our heads that we've had in our heads for so long in some cases. Uh, but think about Sansa. Okay, so we think Littlefinger's game is to marry Sansa after he rescues everyone, basically. And yeah. he's already like gotten Cersei to say to promise him Warden of the North and all that. So he has the knowledge that John isn't Ned's son, so just in case, I mean, he probably knows. You know, we don't know mm. that for sure because of that scene yeah. in the in the crypt and everything. He brought it up and didn't he didn't correct Sansa on the on the truth there, but oh. but I think he knows because you know he he just probably knows. <laughs> <laughs> he's I don't know. He's, he's pretty stupid in the show sometimes, so I don't know uh, if he yeah. knows it. It's, but like, let's say he uh, has that knowledge. Okay, what wh- what does that mean then? Well, because if, if 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 what's been set up already a little bit is um, Littlefinger's kind of tried to put a little bit of a wedge between them, and it's worked a little bit, like not to any great degree. But Sansa has, you know, shown has not trusted John fully. Like she's just totally right. not telling him yeah. about this Vale army at all. Like she yeah. hasn't told anyone. It's crazy, right. and uh, but it's because she's it's not crazy and that in in, in 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 another sense it's because she's got trust issues which makes which makes sense you know yeah. uh so um john and if if john is out of his vows he may not ever go back to the night's watch what's next for him is he just gonna just devote himself to fighting the white walkers is someone gonna try to make him lord of winterfell well L- Littlefinger can he has the way a way to undermine that if john tries to I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but if he, in his mind, if John wants to take Winterfell, because he doesn't know much about John at all. Oh, he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Littlefinger can be like, "Look, man, you're at. You're not the son of Ned Stark, actually." <laughs> yeah. Or play him oh. and put him on the throne. You mean like, uh, or keep him busy, like give him something that, else to go for? <laughs> that was what yeah. my my show only friend suggested. Even uh-huh. I was like, that seems a little far fetched, but I guess that's possible because it would be like he comes in and saves him, and he's like indebted to him, and so. 
He's like, I make this guy king and I'm like his trusted advisor because I was like so useful to him and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Like that seems far fetched, but uh, we're really far off the rails here with this northern plot as far as the show. I'm not saying it's bad. I like it. I think it's pretty good. I think the show's going to be the book's going to be better, but it's going to be a hell of a lot different. But I do (laughs) still think the same kind of thing. Littlefinger's after the same thing. I think he wants to be, you know, he wanted to be he he wanted to marry Catelyn. He wanted to be good enough for that. So he's trying to. You know, Winterfell could still easily be his endgame in the books, although it's uh, a little harder to see how he's going to get there, given where he is now. Well, he, I, I, the thing is, when when he does he does sabotage uh, Sansa's trust in Jon, but it, he kind of only does that after she just shoots them down straight off the bat. So we don't know he would have done that initially. He he sees that oh she's that she's like doesn't want me. She's going to only stick with Jon, and then I'm going to at least try to sabotage that. So then maybe she'll still need me later. Yeah, like he only does that late in that showing up he doesn't like start off with doing that he does it as a parting shot as after he shot down and True. it's worked i mean it's it's got him to now she's going to contact him and get his help so i don't we don't know really what he thinks about john but you're right you think one way or another he has to deal with john if he's planning to claim the north with via sansa so i have a small prediction and it's it's typical very typical that this this show and all shows really will do the last minute like rescue like you yep. know, when things are at their bleakest this right. time, it's actually going to make sense because Littlefinger wants to look like the la- the savior. So he yep. will and he will happily let the two armies beat the sh- beat each other yeah. down. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> and then, so, he and will, then right in, yeah. so the timing will not be silly. It will be engineered. So I, I that's it's like they kind of covered their ass that way. <laughs> I like it. It fits better. I'm like, hey, I can stave off a little disappointment and just enjoy this cool ass battle that they've saying is like the most epic thing they've ever done according to them we'll see if they deliver <laughs> it looks pretty cool they've got horses they haven't had horses in their battles before <laughs> no they did the bolton just had a shitload of heavy horse i'm hurting well yeah I, they I just, don't know i don't know where <laughs> the horses were there they just didn't do anything we just saw them yeah. like encircling and then it was yeah yeah cut away we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're definitely getting like horses oh, actually and uh, uh, impacts other. and stuff okay yeah, yeah, yeah. stuntmen they have like yeah. they had hired like a bunch of stuntmen for this. So, yeah. All signs point to exciting. <laughs> yeah, I think this is going to be good. Uh, the, yeah, I guess I do want to mention that we mentioned the line about the Valyrian steel blade. I'm actually quite forgiving about that because it's not one of the things that you you really expect. He doesn't need yeah. to know that off the top of his head something like that. He's probably like tired when they're filming that that thing. Uh, yeah, but it, it does affect point, how yeah. if, if, when they were actually writing the story, did they know uh, that or not? Because it affects how you view the blade, if you know that, right? If there's only five in the world while you're writing the storyline, that's going to be different than like 200 in Westeros. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. And they already mentioned the like we all know that even in the show that the the whole Valyrian steel dagger thing for the Bran assassination plot in season one. Hmm. I don't know if he took that into account or not did he say swords no, I, blades? I think it's, I don't it's, it's just an offhand comment like yeah. it's just like you're recording this thing and you just want you want to say it's rare and and so he just said that way i don't think that's the way they wrote the i mean like it, it gives it gives randall tarley even more motivation if he didn't have it already to hunt sam down mm-hmm. yeah. like yeah how did yeah. you feel about that uh the decision the, to, to take the sword well, I want to see where it's going because, yeah. uh, you know, I think it was very unexpected. Like, I did not see I, I figured yeah. Heartsbane might get into the game somehow, but I didn't see it just being <laughs> Sam snatching it. Like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, hey. I saw, see, I saw that episode at Balticon with, you know, uh, with like 
300 people in the room watching it. And there was this huge cheer <laughs> for that. <laughs> it was great. Well, it was uh, one of the ones where you're like, yes. And then you, and in a few minutes later, you're like, wait a minute. That was yeah. kind of not the right thing to do. You just gave just, the guy who always wanted to hunt you down a reason to hunt you down. All, all he's got to do is stay 71 yards out of range because the <laughs> 70 yards was how far he could shoot, apparently. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wonder about that because he obviously know they know where he's going. You're like, yeah, I got your letter. I know you're going to Old Town. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. so what's right. he gonna do? Is like, okay, I'm all right. Quick, I need a maester. Become a maester real fast. <laughs> oh, they just pick one up on the way. They just, they, they just <laughs> he's not gonna actually become a maester. <laughs> and I brought another maester with me, so that's good enough. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do wonder about that. Like, he doesn't even know that John was killed and and brought back. Exactly. Like, I mean, the Citadel should send a maester. To the wall, like he could just be like, "Hey, we need one." It doesn't have to be him. That's true. I mean, John wants him trained for it, but I mean, if he says we don't have a mace, it's their duty to send one, so they could just pick one up. I wonder <laughs> if the show is going to do some kind of like Marwin type character. I'm kind of doubting it, but I mean, there is a scene pr- apparently going to yeah. be a scene at the Citadel, S- at least one. So maybe one of them would be like, "I'm heading to Danny" or something. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's no um, Makoro either. I guess Makoro is basically wrapped up in these other red priestesses that they've done. So I don't know. Like, it's hard to tell because, like, we don't know what Marwin's going to do in the book even. So, like, it's hard to guess at whether they need him in the show. Yeah. Well, that's my question about, uh, I mean, that's shown in this episode that Tyrion gambled on, like, R'hllor and and that stabilized the city. But why, though? Like, was, was, was that ever really popular in those cities? That religion, like, was it growing in popularity? In the books, it is. I, I mean, the show, I don't, you know. Is it, in the slaver <laughs> cities, is it growing? I mean, it might be. I mean, it'll grow with like the the former slaves. Mm. But how has it brought peace? Is it is it that they also have got the nobles to also like join it as well, and they're kind of all unified by this faith? But it didn't seem like. I mean, even Volantis, it was growing. But in like Marine, was it was it growing or is it is it? No, I don't think so. Not in the books. I don't. I don't Not know. in the books. So, yeah. I mean, it was. But it, here, it seemed it was already growing by itself, and then Tyrion. Yeah. Added to it. I guess they simplified that too. Just, you know, yeah. Relorism is the dominant religion of the East. So it's even in Slaver's yeah. Bay, which I guess that's that's a pretty small change uh, from that mm. perspective, I guess. Yeah. So it was already there and they just kind of like played to that. We're going to just like, this is the savior and everybody get behind her. What do you guys think about the, the idea of, I mean, what we're kind of set up with? Well, maybe we're set up with. It might be more of a book thing. Yeah. The idea of okay, so there's a bunch of R'hllor worshippers going to follow Danny because they they've been they're being told she's the actual savior. Ah, mm-hmm. Yeah, and they well, come into go. contact with the faith militant and like that. Oh. That's not going to mix yeah. well, right? Uh, I mean, well, in the books, it might be resolved kind, of, or in the show, might be kind of resolved if like Cersei just torches the High Sparrow and they just kind of <laughs> dissolve, they kind of fade away, you know. But in the books, they're not going to. It won't be so simple. So uh, that's really like yeah. that could tear. That could be a huge problem. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. And yes, there's all these R'hllor worshippers following Danny, but now there's a bunch of them heading toward John, and he's also like a religious figure now. So yeah. like, now they're they're both not only like R'hllor followers, but just like they've got an assemble of a cast growing around both of them right now. Yeah. Right? They're, they're yeah. Both, they're they're conflicting saviors, and that is not going to end well. I think mm. that's going to be. I mean, like they they, 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 they ha- she has that final love. Like they might have a, a love connection. But it's also going to be a showdown, I think, and one of them is going to die, if not both, yeah. potentially. Yeah, I've, I've, 
it's it's always seemed odd that that Melisandre, not odd, but just kind of puzzling that Melisandre, book Melisandre, has never even heard of Daenerys, let alone mm. seen her in the flames or something like you know. Uh, but she's probably gonna be learning about that pretty soon because everyone. She could she could have just been like a shitty like low like the person in her class like she <laughs> like for the flunky and she, she headed out west like she's she, well, she <laughs> she's three hundred years old and she's yeah. just now getting yeah. to this level. <laughs> yeah, it took her that long. Yeah. Most people get there in thirty years. <laughs> well, it, we don't even know. Like they kind of I think they mentioned Melisandre or like I mean. You, Varys mentioned it, but did they do they know how old she is? Like the other priests, are they all old? Is it just her? Like there's so many unanswered questions. Yeah, right I get now. the impression that this other that Kinvara is really old too, but it really mm. we cannot know for sure. There's it no just kind of makes sense that if Melisandre's that old, that someone someone who's way higher up than her would also be like yeah. been around the block a few times. But we definitely, you're right. You say unanswered question for sure. Yeah, it feels like a TV thing they do. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, Melisandre's over. I mean, we haven't actually seen Melisandre on screen for a while, but presumably she's still over there with John. Like she's going to stick with him. Yeah, and, she said. <laughs> yeah, but the the way the prophecy works, I mean, is yes, you could have you could actually have like three heads of the dragon. That could Azor Ahai could even be three people. Mm. So I mean, it doesn't doesn't. It's not necessarily a problem that there's three of them, but it seems like people are not going to see it as three. They're gonna they're gonna pit Danny against John somehow. I agree. It'll be it'll take the place of some of the Aegon the Sixth plot in the book. Mm. Like it'll adapt yeah. some of those elements. I think. Yeah. Um, which well, is see, that, in, in the books, Danny's visions like she's going to come sweep away the pretenders. She sweeps away like potentially Stana. She sweeps away Aegon with the pole, but she doesn't seem like she's going to sweep away John as a. He has just a, a legitimate claim, if not more, than her. Right. So, it's uh, yeah. it, it, especially if he's not like trying to be the king you know if he's just trying to right. fight the white walkers like yeah I don't, I don't see her trying to yeah that doesn't seem like saying uh, yeah it's i agree with you i don't think she would just like go to war with that yeah uh so i think sean uh collins had an interesting theory or like kind of comment he thought that maybe somebody not one of the two, them too but somebody else like maybe um Missandei or something somebody might like do something out of like love for Danny, like against John, and then like cause an issue, like an assassination mm. attempt or something like that. They they directly might not order something, but there might some sort of conflict is coming. It's not going to just be the love side of it. There's also going to be a conflict that comes out of it. So both, and that must also happen in the show. It can't just be in the books. I think they're setting up for that in the show. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a good, a good place to wrap it up. I think. I think we, we could go on another couple hours if we want. Yeah. Then, we could just no keep one, talking. No one will be listening, the... though. So. <laughs> <laughs> <We haven't seen. laughs> thanks for joining me, you guys. That's fun to sure. get that recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks and, for having us. Yeah. No problem. Uh, are you guys? Uh, uh, you're on Twitter, right? Which Which one do you usually share for that? Uh, me. Yep. Yeah, at Westeros History. Yes, definitely Twitter there. Also Facebook and YouTube and iTunes and everywhere. History of Westeros or Westeros History. That's It's, it's us in either case. <laughs> Bill, you have a Twitter as well? Uh, at Mr. Corb. At Mr. Mr. Corb. That's yeah. cool. Cool. And you guys are doing your reviews as well, I guess, right? Like uh, the, every episode? We do two reviews for every episode, one with my show only co-host. Uh, then we do that like right away, basically within less than a day after the episode comes out. And then I do with the Radio Westeros team, I do a uh, recurring Wednesday book to show review, which is 
we have more time to think about it. We try to compare it to the books as much as possible and guess what's going to match up and what won't. So it's got a little different feel to it. This episode is like your after afterthought. It's like your final. <laughs> yeah, this is my extra extra honed opinions. I've had two other episodes to to speak my mind, and now I can be more succinct. <laughs> this is this is what you're supposed to listen to. This podcast is like this is what happened last week, just before you get to the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the previously on Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys, and uh, to all our listeners out there, check us out at podcastoficeandfire.com on. Facebook, on Twitter, on DeviantArt, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Yeah, I'm in audio settings, and... Oh, wait, I think I got it. Say you got something. it? Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you that chose the wrong so, thing. What was no, the I, it 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 must have switched it when I plugged in my mic. It switched it. it my mic was listed as the speakers, which is <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I didn't change any setting. All I did was plug it in. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, do okay, I sound? Man, it's getting, it's yeah, getting late for fine. you, so let's get started soon. Like it won't be that yeah. long. We've been pretty. Yeah, no, fast, I'm. So I'm all set. So yeah. yeah. So all I Good. need to do is get this thing working. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just saying that you rebooted your computer and you, then you're probably like, I need to just go reset the circuit breakers and then we're all good. Yeah. And they're like, Mr. Aziz, is that you? No, arm. <laughs> <laughs>